Welcome to the Adventures After Teaching podcast. If you're an exhausted teacher, this is your place to find inspiration for a new career outside of the classroom. I'm your host, Joanne Howard, primary teacher turned burnout and career coach. I'll be interviewing lots of amazing ex-teachers about their career changes and helping you see how you can use your transferable skills to leave teaching. Welcome to this lunchtime chat with Ella. So Ella Baker's coming to talk to us about her wonderful transition to the world of will writing. And I do have the puppy here, so he might interrupt us. But hello, Ella. Thank you for joining. Some of the Amazon man's arrived now as well. I'm very well thank you yeah we're all right I'm having my own little things here no power builders in it's yeah but it's normal normal life isn't it fantastic fantastic it's all nice and relaxed here we're just yeah very appreciative that you've come to talk to us today because we want to get as many ideas and inspirations around adventures after teaching and uh-huh. when did you leave uh, so I left teaching, it would be a year ago, a year ago, really? last December. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fantastic. And were you secondary, primary? Primary, uh, upper key stage two. I taught for about mm-hmm. 16 years, mostly uh, I, Bristol, did a bit of overbroad, uh, overseas teaching in oh. New Zealand and then teaching up here uh, in Gateshead um, since I moved up here where my husband is from. So that's where, fantastic. yeah, that's all Oh, I didn't realise you were in New Zealand. What part of New Zealand did you live? Auckland. I taught in Auckland for a year. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Fantastic, fantastic. So talk to us about your decision to leave then, Ella. Was it was it a tricky one? Yeah, really it tricky. Works. It took me an awful long time to actually make the decision. So, I mean, I suppose if you're looking back to it, it's really the birth of my first child, I think. Uh, so before I had Harriet, my daughter, I was uh, moving into middle leadership positions and sort yeah. of moving up the scales a little bit. When I came back from maternity leave from Harriet, then um, they sort of said to me, uh, it wasn't sustainable for me to continue with the middle leadership position. So I went right. down to part time. And it was quite tricky, really, from then on to manage having children and manage the job. And I thought it would get easier. So I kept saying to myself, well, it'll get easier, it'll get easier as Harriet gets older. And then number two came along, Jack came along. Things just got a whole lot harder, really. Um, I was struggling. I was only working part time, only working three days a week. I was really struggling to get the kids to childcare and get to school on time and all the pressures and then meetings and then mum guilt and teacher guilt. And I just was spreading myself far too thinly, which I'm sure is a a message that everybody gets for teaching because it's so all encompassing, isn't it? Yeah. And there's that real frustration of, you know, once I I loved it once, but actually when we really scrutinise it, it's because we could do 12 plus hours. And when you can't invest those hours anymore, it's just not necessarily not it's not as satisfying but you know you're not keeping up with exactly exactly it and I was all with all the best will in the world I was arriving late on a morning because you know Mm. if one child kicked up a fuss or didn't want to leave me at nursery and you know I was arriving late so I was relying on colleagues then to sort of sort my class out for me and and although actually my school were incredibly supportive they understood my situation they were never never griped about it um I felt I was just letting everybody down really I was just doing a bit of a rubbish job at everything letting my children down letting my children in school down Mm. I absolutely love teaching I still love it I probably you know love doing that but I was also getting a bit long in the tooth with all the paperwork and useless stuff that didn't have an impact for anybody and I just uh yeah I was getting I was I was becoming that one at the back of a staff meeting that was grumbling the whole time and I didn't want to be that person turned into that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
it was that I was that one um so uh I guess from there I only work part-time we're doing a big renovation project so we needed a bit of extra cash um to sort of help with the DIY my friend was a will writer so I started trained myself up um uh did a society of will writers course um and I worked for a company called the will guys who supported me as well and I just started writing wills as a part-time thing really as a bit of extra cash really uh to sort of make to help with the DIY and things like that and um I sort of snowballed from there really fantastic so did you end you did the course independently Mm -hmm. Um, and how did you find that was that was it how did the idea come to you to kind of I guess it's because I had a friend who was a will writer she's a full-time will writer one of the directors of the company now but uh uh, or you know she's high up in the company um and she sort of did it and she she was like well we'll just you know do the course it was a six-month online learning so I could do it at my own pace I could you know it was all online there was no workshops or anything and there's an exam at the end so I just took my time did the course um yeah and just started sort of poodling about in it really and it's sort of one thing led to another really and yeah fantastic and what was their course commitment like to do something like that again because it was it was fairly easy I think it was six they gave you six months and I think I completed it in three it was just a case of sitting down on an evening and doing the odd module and doing the odd assignment and there was no pressure on me no one was putting any pressure on to to do it uh and so yeah I think one of our skills as teachers is, is that we're great learners. We can do these things. We know exactly what we're doing. So, um, uh, yeah, it was it was quite, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was really lovely to get into something different. I'd been teaching for so long, just learning about teaching for so long. It was actually so interesting to look into that side of things and, and learn something new. Yeah. Fantastic. And that was all online. All online to start with, yeah. Um, and then obviously I had help through the company that I work for. They sort of budded me up with someone and, you know, you sort of learn the ropes really the more you do. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So what are you what are you most enjoying about your role now? Then? So you've got a job with the with the will. Presumably people do go and do this independently and like set up on their own so I kind of yeah well it's a funny old it's well it's not a funny system I am self-employed so I'm my own person but the will guys help me there when with sort of insurances and keeping up to date and things like that um and my admin they do all my printing and posting out and that all that sort of stuff so I am technically self-employed I'm not employed by the company I am on my own man so I can work as much as I want or as little as I want really but um yeah that's sort of how that bit works Fantastic. So in terms of um, your day to day then, Ella, so are you are you meeting clients face to face? Is it kind of via Zoom? It must be lovely to actually yeah. have a relationship with all the different people. It really <laughs> is. I am. Yeah, just obviously I I came into this full time when we were in lockdown. So everything was done by Zoom. Everything was done by telephone calls. So I do do wills for people all over the country. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to be. But I am starting to do local face-to-face visits which I really love because mm-hmm. I think that's really wonderful to sort of get involved in it and to meet your clients and because I'm really about customer service I'm really about being there for the customer in whatever sense so even if it's something I can't help with I'll be able to point them onto something else that someone else that can help them with so mm-hmm. yeah I really love going and meeting lots of new people it's um 
yeah, there's lots of work from home. It now means I can drop my kids off in the morning. I can pick them up at night. Um, and I set my hours. So I work from 9.30 till 2.30 every day. Um, I sometimes do evening appointments once the kids mm-hmm. have gone to bed. But uh, that's it, really. I don't work now when my kids are about, basically. Wow. I feel like this is going to be a, a real winner in the community of like, oh, this is something feasible that I could actually do around the family. Is it? Yeah. Is it an industry which do you think that has opportunities still like is is it a saturated market yeah I think so and I know that you know the company like my company there's there's not many will writing companies so you can either be a solicitor that writes will or you can be a will writer you do need the relevant qualifications obviously um and you do need to be with somebody reputable like I would you wouldn't be able to do this job just setting up on your own and giving it a whirl it's not that kind of thing you do need a little bit of help in background but like you know, a company like mine who are very family run, who understand and are happy with you to set your own parameters around Mm -hmm. your own children, around what you want. I can earn as much as I want, or I can earn as little as I want. Like August, I didn't work at all because I wanted that time off with my children. So, I mean, it means I have no wage coming in, which obviously I did as a teacher, but you plan for that, basically. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a really important point, isn't it? Whatever you're doing when you're self-employed, I think there's huge fear around not having the holidays paid for. But when you're when you're weighing up all the hours and the, and the amount of energy you're saving on a daily basis, you can save for those holidays. can't You, you can plan for it. Well, you, you do. And you have to. You have to plan for it. I have to plan for half term. Next week, I won't be working because it's half term. So, you know, I know that's coming up and I can make that. Uh, I can plan for that. I can do a little bit more work at the beginning of the month. You know, it's just adjusting to being self-employed, which is an adjustment um, because if you don't work, you don't get paid. but yeah, I think again, teachers are hardworking people. I don't, you know, if you yeah, go self-employed, there's no chance you're going to sit around in your slippers all day. It is, you know, we're hard programmed to work hard, and I think that that's when self-employed really helps, really works. Yeah, absolutely. What was it like at the beginning? Like when you kind of you'd left school and you started working this new environment? Because I think there's so much kind of fear and angst around the grown-up world and what what the grown-ups do out there. How, what was it like? It was, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I absolutely loved it. I loved being able to go for a run. I loved being able to go for a massage. I loved being able to walk my dogs during the day. I, you know, I absolutely loved it. I was skipping around. I think with this new work-life balance that I had, it made such a huge difference to me and my family and that's what I did it for in the end um so I loved it there are times it is a little bit lonely I suppose because I was you're, say, yeah, you're in front you of your that? computer and I miss my colleagues I really miss my colleagues and my school were fantastic and they you know I had no complaints about them and I miss seeing those people every day yeah. um because I think you leave a school and although I had some really, really good friendships and they're still good friends, I just don't see them now because, you know, we're in different spheres and we do make plans. We try to, but I think that's one of the things I mourn. I mourn the classroom. I mourn teaching and I mourn the kids. And I do also mourn that sort of colleague relationship. Although I have that, but it's much, much quieter on my own, yes. you know, with yeah. my I need to get these this ventures after teaching um, mastermind coffee morning thing up and running so we can all yeah keep checking in with each other because I think that makes a big difference kind of having the accountability and the focus on like you know what you know what your goals are etc for that for that month so what are you most enjoying about the role you said about the work-life balance anything else in particular 
I love learning new things. So I've got, so I did my course. I started being a, a wheelwriter. I am now doing my step qualification, which is actually, uh, it's a two and a half year, um, quite heavy going um, course uh, that solicitors, accountants, they all do this to become a step right. member. So I'm, I'm now doing that. Um, and I'm now starting to advise other will writers, basically. I'm starting to take mm-hmm. on a sort of training role within the company. Um, and I am loving doing that. I really, I really oh, love amazing. getting my grey matter involved in something different. Yeah. And, uh, and it's hard, you know, the, the tax, the, the law base, it's because there's nothing ever I've done before. I had to learn it all again. But I am really, really enjoying doing that. I love meeting clients, you know. Mm. Yeah, the work-life balance is the big one. <laughs> it's so much better now. Yeah. And when you go to their houses and things, do you think more so locally? Yes, yeah. So I do do I do about four before um, face-to-face appointments a week and the rest are all on Zoom. It really depends on what my clients want because actually quite a lot mm. of the clients, even if they're local, it's much easier, isn't it? You don't have to hoover the carpets and things before oh, yeah. you come. <laughs> and even half an hour, isn't it? Like, you know, we can chat for 20 minutes here and then then, then crack on and do other things. Exactly. And this is a new world. And so I offer all my clients to say, look, I can come see you face to face or we can do it in Zoom or I can give you a call. Is that it's it, you've got to offer what works for people. And and some people are still very nervous about face to face and and it's fair enough. So we'll just do it on Zoom. And that's the new world we're in, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You said about the transferable skills. You already kind of touched on that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of teachers in the community that they, they kind of can't see the wood for the trees. Any transferable skills they have, no matter how much I bang on about them. So um, yeah. how, have you, how have they come into their own in this role, do you think? Just massively. I, I think teachers uh, underestimate our ability, number one, to learn something new. We are incredible learners. We're incredible teachers, but we are incredible learners. So you can learn anything you like. You can do anything you want to there's absolutely nothing that holds you back so if you have a dream to do something you can learn those skills to do it you can do it in your spare time you know that's one of the holiday things that holidays do give us as teachers is yeah. that you know you get that time to, to have a go um I think we're resourceful I mean just and creative and you know I'm just willing to give it a go I think there's nothing to be frightened of and there's not a lot to be lost to be honest like when I left teaching I was so nervous about it I'm not going to make any money and blah 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 blah. but as long as you work your baseline which I did I worked out with my husband because I wasn't paying childcare when I came out and we sat down and we said well this is the base amount of money you need to make per month I set my bar low and I was that made me feel a lot better basically and I thought well I can make that I can make that and when you start hitting those targets and you start pushing your targets and it's better I do a lot of reading around businesses and sort of business mindsets and all that sort of stuff which make a huge difference as well but I think transferable skills there's just so many there's so many as teachers you can do anything anything you want I think Mm. like I mean I'm setting up a as a I'm a manic gardener I love gardening um uh, obsessed with it so I'm setting up a micro flower farm now on my field and again alongside the wheelbar business and I just never would that's my you know passion I'm passionate about gardening um I just never would have had that opportunity ever mm. unless I had the time and I've been given time basically. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, you're selling it to us. You're really selling it to us. <laughs> so what have been the challenges then? 
there must have been chat apart from yeah. potentially that working at home and yeah that, that isolation yeah the day-to-day challenges yeah those are whatever you're working but I think leaving the profession was a big thing for me I had gone to university to be a teacher I had taught for a long time my mum was a teacher was very proud that I was a teacher and Mm -hmm. making that decision to leave and it almost felt like I was sort of I don't know disregarding all those years that I trained and I was good at it I was I was I like to think I was a good teacher but uh and it felt wasteful, I suppose. So mm. getting over that was a big thing. Mm. Um, again, and my husband's very down to earth and he was just like, well, you, you can always go back. It's not like you've lost those skills just because oh. you don't do it anymore. No, you And know, you're the- using them. Like you said, the transferable skills, that's the thing when you yeah. can see that you're reinvesting them. Exactly. Yeah, helps. exactly. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty tough. And just, yeah, I think once I'd made the decision, I was okay. But actually, coming up to the decision was it, that was really hard. Yeah. Challenges otherwise, like day to day, not not really. I think again, there's a bit of kudos in being a teacher, which I miss. You know, Just when somebody ask asks, that, what, yeah. "What do you do?" and you say, oh, "I'm a will writer," people are a bit like, "Hmm." And there's yeah. not the same kudos, I suppose, if you say, "Oh, I'm a teacher. I'm a primary school teacher." People go, "Oh, you know," they nod along with you, and I think that that hurt a little bit when people ask me what I did and sometimes my daughter says oh you're not a teacher anymore and things like oh you used to be a teacher and I don't like that past tense um it's funny how you can't let go go of it but it's such a weird one I think yeah there's there's so much ego attached to the status and being able to identify it's very it's a very easily identifiable profession isn't it we are yeah we are that professional person it's a vocation and um this is the, the thing about not having a job to go to that I was writing about recently that, you know, we want to have that amazing next job so that we can validate our decision and exactly. kind of explain it to other people. So if we don't know where we're going, that can add even more kind of yeah angst to to leaving. But um, yeah. it does ease, doesn't it? Definitely. No, it definitely does. And um, you definitely get a lot. Yeah, get a lot. I, I will always mourn teaching a little bit. I will always, yeah. there's always a bit of me that sort of is a bit cross that I couldn't do a profession that I loved. I couldn't yes. earn the money that I needed to and I couldn't fit it in around lifestyle. So there's yeah. there's nothing I can do about that. So I've just got to let it go in the end. You've got to stay positive. And that's one thing you do have to do when you're on your own and self-employed is that you can't let negativity slip in because that just wrecks everything. Yeah. So you've yeah. got to have that positive mindset. You've got to have that positive attitude all of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, absolutely yeah and with the grief I mean I, I don't know why I heard similar thought this morning it's like oh you know just to be sat in, sat with a class or you know, working with children even just that one-to-one sort of reading environment and it is a real like gut-wrenching yearning almost like you know when you hold a baby it's, it's visceral it's really um yeah it's a it's a really body bodily reaction but at the same time there's a lot of rose-tinted glasses that goes yes. off in terms of looking back um I am in that those, phase now very yeah, much times you think well actually really remember that you were going home with a headache most days remember that you were working for two or three hours in the evening remember that you were working a weekend remember you didn't really you know enjoy the social life that you were meant to be having so much and I think it's important not to kind of 
be negative about it, but just to no. keep keep the realism there that yes, there are amazing bits about it, but you left for a good reason. Definitely. And I'm well aware that I have my rose tinted glasses. So people ask me now, do you miss teaching? And I say, well, I have my rose tinted glasses on now and I can only remember the good bits. It's like childbirth, isn't it? We wouldn't yes. do it again if we remembered the <laughs> bad bits. Or having a new puppy. I'm sure yeah, it's exactly. exactly. We wouldn't do it again if we remembered all the awful bits. And I am in that phase. And I think actually that's quite a nice place to be. Yeah. It doesn't make me want to go back because I'm happy with my life. I'm where good. I am. Yeah. But I do, like, I went to my daughter's forest school. Uh, they had a day where parents could go along, which I would never have been able to do as a teacher. But right. I did. I went along for the day. And I, yeah, I, re- I remembered all those sort of things and being with the children. And actually, I can do that. I can go on. I can volunteer. I can go read with children. I can do the nice bits. And yeah. Not- the staff meetings or the yeah. pro- and then go. progress meetings <laughs> or like, you know the assessment meetings all the stuff that yeah. was a bit rubbish absolutely absolutely and celebrating that you did an amazing job like that's the thing it's like yeah, yeah what is one chapter one chapter ending isn't it so what advice if any have you got for anybody that might be looking to do similar um, similar to will writing yeah yeah, yeah. i would get themselves on to uh so you can get in touch with the will guys we could possibly mm-hmm. you know point you in the right direction i know they're always Brilliant. looking for advisors all over the country so you know it, i know that they don't do it part-time now like they did with me that it is a full-time role right okay. um but uh yeah or get yourself on the society of will writers website uh they have okay. their courses where you can learn about it uh, or the institute of will writers also they have their own courses as well i just think or you know drop yeah. me a line and i'll talk you through it i'd be more than happy to support people if they it's thought this is something i wanted to go so i do the wills and i also do personal insurance now as well because it sort of goes hand in hand so i sort of retrain okay. that as well Fantastic. Well, maybe we can put some links um, in the kind of show notes and in the in the group as well to them. Those companies that'd be really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, fantastic. And that's the thing. There's, you know, including yourself and everyone that's kind of being interviewed and chatting in in the community are so so happy to talk and to chat and to give advice because yeah. they know how difficult the decision is, but they also oh. know the all encompassing relief of the other side. <laughs> just like, really and I, I it's it's so isn't it it's you just don't, don't understand until you're there how good it is you know when we talk about dreaming about picking our kids up from school every day that's all I ever wanted was to be the mum at the school gates and I am now and I and I just love it there's nothing better mm-hmm. really brilliant than me and my current place so I'm in a good place a good place at the moment it's a good decision fantastic and if we need our wills written yes. <laughs> where do we go to find you oh uh, well i it's just ella at the willguys.co.uk is my email address or i could stick my telephone number more than happy to yeah. help out yeah i do wills i do life insurance lasting powers of attorney funeral plans wow anything i think, I think call I me your financial call. concierge if you need anything financial come to me i'll, I'll tell you where to go if i can't Brilliant. do it and did you always like maths at school? Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, isn't it funny that I've really, I know people will laugh, but I really love the tax. <laughs> right. The inheritance tax, the capital gains. Yeah. I really, really enjoy that. You can Very be a bit of a, like, a detective, can't you, to like how to how to get away with it, as it were. Well, yeah. <laughs> but also, it's because that's very black and white. These are the rules. You've got to follow them, calculation. That's quite nice. And sort of, I do enjoy, <laughs> do enjoy the tax side of things. I never thought I'd ever say that. Oh, frustrated yeah. bookkeeper accountant <laughs> okay. thank you so much it's really really interesting and a really viable option um yeah. by the sounds of it for people looking for another opportunity definitely okay. 
You've been listening to the Adventures After Teaching podcast with Joanne Howard. If you found this episode inspiring, please do like and share with other teachers. If you'd like to hear even more Adventures After Teaching, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to find out how the Adventures After Teaching Academy program can help you create your next career, head over to adventuresafterteaching.com.